We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. The Golden Bird There was once a rabbi, Nachman, from the town of Bratslav, in a country called the Ukraine, far, far away from here. Rabbi Nachman loved to take long walks in the forest alone, just like his great-grandfather, the Besht. Did I mean to say the best? As in, Rabbi Nachman's great-grandpa was the best? No, you heard me right. I meant to say the best. Because that was how his great-grandpa was known. It's the first initials of his name, Baal Shem Tov. Put them together. Best. B-S-T. Best. Well, his grandpa was known as that in the Hebrew language, and it meant the master of the good name. What does it mean to be a master of the good name? Well, it was what they called a person who learned so much and understood so much in their heart the secret hidden names of God, of the Eternal One. And somehow, a Balshem could comfort the sick and help those in need. And there were several Balshems, but only one Balshem Tov, and that was Rabbi Nachman's great grandpa, the best. So back to our story of the golden bird. So like I was saying, Rav Nachman loved to take long walks in the forest alone, like his great grandpa, the best. One day, while Rav Nachman was taking a long walk alone, What was that? He heard a sound. He hurried toward the sound for a glimpse of the bird that was trilling this beautiful song. There it goes again. He strained his ears, but the forest had turned still, like it was catching its breath without breathing out. Slowly, a breeze blew by. The trees rustled, swayed a bit, and the whole forest seemed to breathe out. Rabbi Nachman found a towering tree. He looked up that tree, and its branches seemed to reach high, high, high up to the heavens. And he sat underneath it. And he remembered, Ah, the Torah is a tree of life to those who hold fast to it. He even remembered the Hebrew, Es chayim hi ba. 
looking up at that tree, he saw something glistening, dancing, side to side in the light. Ah, it was a feather, floating through the branches of the tree, side to side, swaying, until it came to rest right beside him. <gasps> What was that again? It, the bird again. He jumped up and looked all around. He listened again. He looked this way and he looked that way. But the trilling had stopped. The bird was nowhere to be found. Oh, but ah, oh, he had the feather. He had a feather in his hand. He held it up to the golden rays of the sun shining through the trees, and it glittered like a mirror. Oh my! I'm sure he said. This fell from that bird. Oh, how he wanted to see the bird! But the sunlight was already coming in slanted through the trees. The afternoon was ending. He had lost track of time. He walked so he walked so fast, like he had wings on his feet. He flew to the forest so fast, clutching the feather in his hand, and he got home just before twilight. And he placed the golden feather. Under his pillow. That night, Rabbi Nachman had a dream. In his dream, he was in the forest again, feather in hand, and lo and behold, he saw a circular pool of water. It reminded him that he was thirsty. In those days, a long, long time ago, people could drink directly from the water in the forest. In the village, water did not come from a faucet, but was hauled up the well. Your own well, if you had one, or the one in the town square. The water in those days, if you found it in a pool in the forest, you didn't even have to boil that water, and certainly they didn't have Brita. So there was Rabbi Nachman before a circular pool of water. He cupped his hands and was about to drink the water. He looked down into the water and he saw a reflection of a bird flying overhead. He looked up at the sky, but it was gone. And then, poof! He woke up from his dream. All the next day, he thought, if I could only search. Search in the landscape of my dreams. I will find that bird again. So that night, in his sleep, he dreamt that he was walking in the forest. A ways off in the distance was a garden. He saw a garden with many flowers. As he seemed to get closer, the garden would blend with the other trees. It kept appearing and disappearing and appearing and disappearing. You know, when they say you can't see the forest for the trees, well, Rabbi Nachman couldn't find the garden for the trees. He kept looking for some kind of entrance. Hmm, he thought, if I find the garden, I will certainly find the bird and hear its song again. But he remembered, yes, he was holding the feather in his hand. He held it in the direction in which he glimpsed the garden. He saw at once that in the mirror of the feather. The garden could be seen, but the entrance to the garden opened and closed in the blink of an eye. He blinked, 
and it was gone. Once more, the dream ended before he got to see and hear the bird. Rabbi Nachman slept the third night. And what happened? Yes, he had another dream. In his dream, he was standing inside the garden. And what did he hear? He heard the bird. The bird was singing. And standing before him was a tree so wide. It was so wide that it would take 500 years to travel around it. It was a tree so wide that four streams of water flowed underneath it to all the four directions of the earth. And surely enough, high up in the tree was the golden bird glowing among the branches like a golden star. And it sang and sang. Rabbi Nachman of Bratislav was carried in its music. But what's that? Oh, someone was walking in the garden. This person is approaching Oh, this person has bright, smiling eyes, and he was glowing with kindness. And he said, Welcome to the garden. Welcome, Rabbi Nachman, to the garden. I have been waiting for you since you found the golden feather. I knew I was sure you would not rest until you found the bird from which it came. I am the gardener. And it is my blessing to tend to the sacred fruits and flowers and to see that they grow and ripen. Rabbi Nachman said, What is your name? And he said, I am the Ari. Just as I was the gardener of the Torah and I found stories that sparkled like golden lights, so I was rewarded by becoming the gardener where the golden bird makes its home. Rabbi Nachman said, Oh, please tell me about the golden bird. And the Ari said, That is the golden bird of the garden, and its song changes your prayers into music, and it fills the heavens on Shabbat, on festival days, on the new moon, and whenever you celebrate. The bird leaves its nest in the enchanted tree, and sings and sings the hundreds and hundreds of prayers of the people. So Rav Nachman thought, why not? Let me ask. May I bring the golden bird out of this garden? And as he said that, a wind blew the feather in his hand and carried it off. And the Ari said, Oh, Rav Nachman, Rabbi Nachman, my Nachman, you enter the garden in a dream. And even if you capture the bird, you cannot carry it beyond your dreams. Rav Nachman asked, Then how can I make my way back to the garden to hear the bird's song? And the Ari said, Remember that the Torah is a tree of life. Etz Chaim He, that is your key. It's Chaim He, that is your key. You will travel in a dream. 
Hear the song of the bird, the song that carries the prayers of all peoples. And Rabbi Nachman woke up from his dream. All that next day, anyone who saw him noticed a slight smile on his lips and in his eyes, as if he had returned from a happy journey from a faraway garden of the golden bird. The end.